Mirio and Midoriya have a dangerous encounter. Aerie enters the scene. Two heroes are divided, and All Might is truly fighting fate. What's up, heroes? Don't click away, because we're about to go plus ultra. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, that heroes? <laughs> Dancing yeah. up. Thanks so much, and welcome back for coming back. Welcome back to the My Hero Academia After Show here on After Buzz TV. I'm pro hero Veronica Valencia, and I'm joined by my fellow pro heroes and a special sidekick today. We have Jamie Gray. Hello, citizens. Who's our special sidekick joining this us? This is Trunks, guys. You've probably seen him before. He is here to help us save the day. Trunks the Great. Trunks what's, will I'll beat work, all of us. Well, what's Trunks' quirk? <laughs> Well, He's marking. <laughs> his his pee will, will will do a lot of things. It will we'll attract anything. everyone within a ten mile radius. Yes. That's how he lures his, his, his wow. villains. Very midnight. It's kind of Very midnight. midnight. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we have other pro hero. Oliver Drennan. Hey, I feel like mine would have to do with like dreams because it's dreamer. So, Ooh, oh, see, I was like really cool. Valencia, we have to figure out our. Quirks. We have to figure out. That's the, a, yeah, we'll figure it out. Valencia, you make people prettier. Like you, you, like you have like the Valencia filter, so she, her quirk is to make things or look some, better. Some kind of filter, yeah. I and see, you, I see life through a different lens. Yeah. Ooh. All right. We try. I like it. We try. We'll figure this out. What's your quirk? Coming up later in our show, we're going to be talking all about. Uh, episode 67, or if you're watching season 4, episode 4, Fighting Fate. We're going to be talking all about the dangerous encounter that Miriam Midoriya have with Overhaul while they're out uh, patrolling the town. We're also going to be talking about Aerie. Who exactly is she? Is she really the daughter? We're also going to be talking about the truth of the relationship between All Might and Night Eye, as well as All Might is running out of time, guys. We also have our special segment, Who Did You Think Went Beyond Plus Ultra, as well as some news. But before we get into any of that, Jamie, Ollie, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? I like this episode. I really did. And it's also just great to be back, you know, with you, Veronica. I know. We haven't been together. I know we're missing Carrie, but and we'll all be back together. But um, I was excited to come today because I'm like, I like this episode. We got to finally see Overhaul and his his daughter. Um, I like Deku as far as him, you know, trying to step up to the plate. He gets a little overzealous at times, so it's like, all right, calm down. But between All Might and um, Night Eye and finding out exactly what happened with them, we find out more with the story, and I liked it. So I'm really excited to see the episodes. This is what we wanted. Like, Mm -hmm. last Mm -hmm. week or the week before, you know, we were like, all right, it's not enough, but now I think we're starting to get it. Yeah, and I just love seeing when there's an episode not focused on just, like, one character, but multiple yeah. characters, because it could be very, like, heavy on Deku, which I love Deku. I stand Deku, but I love seeing my girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, shout-out to the chat, Dragon Videos, Aaron Sims, Renji. Thank you guys for tuning in live. But, yeah, I'm super excited to know more about Aerie. She's giving me, like, something something with those bandages. Like, I'm like, is this rogue or give me rogue vibes, you know, you can't <laughs> touch her or something like that. But I'm so excited because mm. I feel like we're finally getting to where we want. And, uh, yeah, let's... Let's get to it. (laughs) I was very excited we got introduced to Aerie, too. Uh, Just so everyone knows, uh, right off the bat, we are anime only here on this panel. We are only watching at the pace of the anime. So uh, I remember when Aerie was introduced, everyone was freaking out and so excited. I didn't understand that because I haven't read further in the manga. If you have, please just just no spoilers uh, for anyone watching the anime. Spoiler alert. Yeah, none of that. Spoiler alert. I love it. Spoiler alert. 
none of that, so we can enjoy uh, what we are seeing as it as the show goes on. But no, Ari was super cool. I wanted to know more about her because I think like she has a hidden power in her right. that can totally like take down a lot of people. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe um, even overhaul. Maybe right. even overhaul. But I really like this episode. It was touching, guys. Like it was very sad because we've all seen this coming for a long time now that All Might's time will come at some point, and even Deku realizes that. But just to be flat-out told and like, okay, remember, guys, it's it's going, it's going to happen at some point. It was very sad. I loved seeing the dynamic between Night-Eye and um, All Might. And I felt like this episode had a lot of different ways. Like, it focused a lot on decision-making and how people kind of go about decisions. You know, we have two very different sides with Night-Eye and All Might. We have two very different approaches with Mirio and Midoriya. So... I thought I liked that because it was like, how do you approach a situation? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Mirio and Midorio. Mir- Midorio! <laughs> Midorio! Oh, is that, a, is that a ship name? It's my ship name for them. <laughs> oh, I, I support this. <laughs> Mirio and Midoriya are patrolling. Uh, what did we think about this dangerous encounter? You know, they're they're not the ones who are supposed to be finding overhaul, but they do. I know. What are the odds, man? It, what are the freaking odds? First day on the job, right. they can't. They have to be discreet. And then I don't even know if overall is like on to them at the same time because he su- has such a poker face. And then of course we got Aerie in the mix, who I'm so excited. I just want to know what can she do because she has to have something. There's something that's. Whole, within her that overhaul is after and I mm-hmm. hope it's not I hope he's not abusing her because she just seems so helpless and sad and I just loved seeing Deku really step up to the plate because I feel like in him and um, Mirio it's kind of like logic for th- versus ethics you know are you going to do something that's logical mm-hmm. as a hero or are you going to do something that's ethical like this girl is crying and she doesn't want you to leave her with overhaul so it was very interesting to see Deku kind of like step up as a hero, and I'm here for it. This is why he's All Might's predecessor. Predecessor? Successor. 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 My bad. No, this whole scene was so intense, and I love that it's just like this whole episode just starts off. Um, Now, I love that Muriel was like, All right, Deku, calm down. Like, this is not what we want. And I, I like how you put it between logic and ethics because, you know, Deku's thinking, We are heroes, we step up to the plate. This girl is holding on to me, and it's like he, I think he was trying, mm-hmm. but and you know I know we'll get into like Night Eye and how he kind of gave um, Deku his thoughts on that as well. Just so many profound moments where it's like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. So I'm glad that Muriel was there because imagine if it was Deku. We've seen this before with previous seasons where it's Deku in a sticky situation. And he kind of just does what he thinks is best. Yeah, that could have went left. And um, just even seeing Overhaul, like, you know, where they are walk- walking into this alley, and I'm like, oh, what's about to happen? Mm. And the glove, where he kind of, like, tilts the oh, glove, yeah. and I'm like, wait a minute, what was that? <laughs> so just the fact that Aerie knew, yeah, it's so much with that, and I'll save it for predictions as far as, like, what I think as far as her strength and what her potential is, but so intense, but I loved it. Oh, I agree yeah. with pretty much everything you guys said. This was a pretty intense scene because... I was so curious what Overhaul we do, would do. We've seen in the past that he has no problem killing. Even, like you were saying, Jamie, even the thing he did with his glove was his, like, murder mark. You know, basically mm-hmm. showing, like, hey, Ari, if you don't come with me, I can kill you very easily. And we saw later in the episode, yeah, he has no issues just killing people at the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of a, a scene where I was on the edge because, like you're saying, they're going in this alley 
what's going to happen? Is he going to try and kill them? Is he going to try and capture them? Like, what is he going to do? But it was such an interesting dynamic between Mirio and Midoriya because kind of, as you were both uh, Jamie and Ollie saying, it's logic versus ethics. Midoriya wants to save this girl. He knows he can't, you know, fight with his emotions and just try and save her without having any plan going into it. But he knows he can't screw up what everyone else has been working on. Right. He can't screw up what what Night Eye has been doing, what the other heroes have been doing. He knows he can't screw that up. And so it was very hard to watch him, and I think that's something that Deku has to consistently learn throughout the series, is he needs to be able to think about the whole picture right. and not just impulsively make decisions. Mm-hmm. He's kind of lucky in the sense that his heart is so big and... His tenacity has really helped him out in this, mm-hmm. but there will be a time where it's really going to go sour because he just mm-hmm. didn't think with his head, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's also it's like it's so like Deku, but also so not like Deku. He's so calculated and you know intellectual, intellectual, but I think his heart is sometimes overpowers that to where he doesn't make the best decisions, especially spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm happy how it kind of worked out. Oh, you know, he didn't want to leave her, but. Obviously, they had to leave because Aerie kind of stepped to play because she knew something was about to go down. But I like that Deku really just stood his ground and it didn't uh, backfire because he did that. But because right. it would have been hard, I feel like this episode was heartbreaking. But it would have been heartbreaking for Deku just to leave her right on the spot when she like grabbed him. Like I felt that, <laughs> and there's so much tension in that scene. It totally was. Oh, I was like, don't leave her because we just met her, and I don't want her to get abused by overhaul because he's shady as F but oh, yeah. right so creepy so eerie literally yeah. you know and yeah. I, I think also I was just hoping that well I like that we could sense the vulnerability because it's like oh wow as a hero like you can't help everyone right away mm-hmm. and I felt that in that mm-hmm. moment which sidebar I feel like in a lot of animes with you know like white haired characters they're always like the special unique character and there's always like this young girl who has superpowers and she's always this mysterious person so mm-hmm. I like it I'm always here for it but I just think it's always interesting yeah. how that's in a lot of anime I think I she love can how predictable I, anime tropes are <laughs> I think she's capable of holding her own and I like this comment from the chat from please clap yes I was looking at this I think Eri wasn't scared about overall killing her as much as she was scared about overall killing Mirio and Deku and possibly other right. people as well exactly I think she's kind of like holding back or she's just saying yes to whatever he wants to do so he doesn't kill hundreds, thousands, whatever he wants to accomplish. Right. We don't know how long Aerie has been in the care of Overhaul, but I can assume... Care. Care. (laughs) Quote-unquote care. Uh, But we can assume it's for a while, so I'm sure she's seen what he's capable of and just how destructive he is, so I can totally see that, yeah, she probably didn't want anyone else to get hurt. hurt. Exactly. So that's probably why she went along with him. Now, this... Uh, next question is also going to apply to Night Eye and All Might when we get there, but uh, Jamie and Ollie, two uh, situation, two different plans of action were kind of presented in this. So, which do you think you leaned more towards? The decision of Mirio to kind of keep calm and collected and just report their observation to Night Eye, or would you have been more like Deku and wanting to just jump into action? That's a great question. Oh my gosh. How are you going to do us like that? I it's know. so hard because it's I, hard because it's like you want a mixture of both. Yeah, I see both. It's like, yes, I want to keep calm and report back to Nida and tell him that we saw 
overhaul with a girl who's so mysterious, but also, I don't want to, my heart is just, like, pounding and pulsating for this girl, and I don't want to leave her alone, because I don't know what over, I don't, in this moment, I don't know what overhaul is capable of, and why are we so gung-ho on trying to keep, keep tabs on him, you know? It's scary, so I would like to kind of, like, do what Deku did and kind of take it slow, because then if, like, we leave at a, cer- at a certain part, like, it might be even more suspicious if we leave, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I, Deku even said, like, if we leave now, it might even be more suspicious if we left earlier, you know? Yeah. So it's just, like, right. very, it's so shady. It's so hard. And how dare you ask that question? I was, <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? I, I, I love seeing Deku back with his hood on. I love that Mario was there to do that for him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, we don't want it, your face to, you know, we don't right. want him to know your face. So that was so cute. That was I, smart, too. I love his bunny ears. Bunny ears? It's bunny ears. Bunny ears, yeah. Bunny-ish. Jamie, what do you think? Um, well, I'm going to say I would go with Muriel, but here's why. I would definitely feel in my heart everything that Deku is saying, but I also think that I would have been so scared. Like, this is your first time on, like, your, your, your work study, your internship, and it's it's you're just trying to do the very best. I wouldn't want to risk my life and this little girl's mm. because I have no clue what this guy's capable. In fact, you know, they're telling me to, to look out for overhaul, so... I would kind of try to think like Mirio, but I think also my facial expressions would have showed it all, and I would have been such a nervous wreck that I probably would have blown it. So I would have been like 20% Deku, but 80% Mirio, and just try to keep my cool, and then tell, you know, my team right away, let's let's fix this. Like, Mm -hmm. here's what we have. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I feel like in my heart, I would want to be... Like Deku, you know, you would you would see this girl who's clearly in trouble. You don't want to send her back to wherever it is she came from, yeah. and you know, to anyone else, to any other hero that probably isn't watching Overhaul, this would probably, in and of itself, be suspicious. Hmm, why is this girl so afraid to get away from you? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, in your heart, it's like you know, you do want to help, but because of the insider knowledge they had, I feel like. I would also, Jamie, kind of go the route of um, Mirio to just try and keep it calm and collected because in this moment, everything is still pretty calm. So I don't, you don't want to do anything to arouse suspicion and to possibly blow it up into something even bigger or get it started, get the ball rolling started quicker than it probably was going to. Right. Mm. Interesting. Damn. <laughs> it's tough. It's, it's so tough. It's tough. Because it was such a teeth clencher. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? It's truly, what do you do? And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things you have yeah. to figure out in a split second. Yeah, I suppose if you act on on your emotions so rapidly, it could even make matters worse. So maybe mm-hmm. keep calm. Go Report back to Night High. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For sure. All right. So they go, they have this encounter and we get some fun kind of interaction, some tiny fun interaction of, mm-hmm. of a very serious episode, I would say, of the class. Yeah. Todoroki and Bakugo <laughs> still can't get their provisional licenses, which... Which they kind of does not deserve, but it's I like that it because of that, it kind of humbles their character because Absolutely. they've been built up as these strong, almost not OP characters, heroes, but... It's like they need to kind of take a step back and kind of remember why they're choosing to be heroes in the first place, I think. Because they, they're just, I don't know, especially Bakugo. Mostly Bakugo, for <laughs> sure. Because Todoroki has a good head on his shoulders, for sure. Mm-hmm. But Bakugo needs to definitely reevaluate some things, I think. 
Right, and yeah. then it's like it makes me excited for when they do get their license. But for Bakugo, he's just so funny because he's like, "Stop telling me about things that you accomplished before me," like with <laughs> Deku. So it's, he still has that attitude, but he's just so much more likable. I think I've said that this season where I like Bakugo so much more, and those are now I would say like one of my top two favorites. You know, I love Todoroki. And now I think Bakugo is falling in line with that. So I, I hope the best for my fave characters. <laughs> yeah. he Bakugo has such a sense of pride. He's just so upset that, you know, people are getting ahead of him, especially Midoriya. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's had it easier, I guess you could say, his entire life in terms of his quirk. Like, he had an awesome quirk that he yeah. knows how to control, that he knows can really be of use to other heroes, whereas some people don't know how to really use their quirks yet. That's why they're at UA. Or, you know, like Deku trying to figure out everything. So he needs to kind of, you know, have the personality or have the mindset to match his quirk. Mm-hmm. And I think this process is helping with that. <laughs> now let's get into this backstory. So first of all, in the Sir Night Eye reveals that Midoriya obviously wasn't All Might's first choice in inheriting one for all. And this really got me thinking because as soon as Midoriya hears this, he's, well, how come All Might didn't tell me? You know, why why am I barely finding this out now? Do you guys think he should have known? Like, do you think it's, like, do you think it would have done him any good had he known? No, and it's like also, Midoriya, be happy that she got it in the yeah. first place. Like it, I mean, I think everyone was shocked that he did. It. Even All Might was hesitant at first from the very first season. So I'm like, why is this a shock to you? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> anything of it. Really, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should have, but it didn't really like resonate with me. That's fair. I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. I think you know I don't think Deku should have made it as big of a deal. I don't know, because I feel like now he's going to always think about this in the back of his head and constantly compare himself to Mirio now, because Mirio was going to be the first choice. And at this point, it is true. Mirio is more successful than Mm. Midoriya at this point. You know, he's done a very good job of being able to control his quirk. You know, he has a really good um, work study. So I feel like... He shouldn't know who the other potential people are because I feel, you know, Midoriya is such a passionate person. He will overthink things. He'll compare himself to other people of like, oh, you know, I'm not at the point uh, Mirio is. He could have totally taken this uh, guy, this villain out if he had one for all or if he was the successor. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't think it would have done him any good and I don't think he should have been so upset that he didn't know. Because obviously, I mean, it's natural to think that there are probably people before you Mm -hmm. that would have potentially gotten this. And it's like, you don't even want to think that way either. But also, maybe he's feeling vulnerable vulnerable because it's like, it's not like he's getting, you know, all of this kindness from Night Eye. He hasn't really seen or spoken to All Might like that. It's not like they've been working as closely together since they're all trying to get work study. Gran Torino is, like, always giving them the (laughs) runaround. So he's probably just like, oh, my goodness, like, am I ever going to be who I really want to be and, you know, be the great successor that I can be? Yeah. He probably just has so much going on in his mind. I just don't even think he should be thinking about the past, Deku, at least, because it's like you're already, like, on a good track with your work study. It's like just keep moving forward and kind of think of, like, what you're – what you're here to accomplish and set out to do. And I like this chat, the, the chat message from J R M 
E A T X C. Yes. Uh, uh, Deku became All Might's successor by moving without thinking. That is his hero's spirit. Not saying Night Eye is wrong, but I think this episode focused on why he chose him. He wants to save at all costs. Clearly, we saw that with Eerie in the beginning of the episode. We so did. I think that's like, got it. That's my successor. You know? Yeah. So it's like something very special about Deku. He's a very special boy. He's a very, he's a very like special drugs. boy. Oh, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at Jamie and I was like, <laughs> he's invisible. invisible. He disappeared. Is that his quirk? That's his quirk. <laughs> Let us know where Trunks is. He it. just slipped through. What is it? Permeation. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Well, no. In that sense, too, Deku is very much like All Might because as we see heavily in this episode, All Might has the same kind of spirit uh, just to save at all costs. So let's kind of get into this reveal of the relationship between Night Eye and All Might. So we obviously kind of saw in the last episode that Night Eye is a fan. So we mm-hmm. didn't think that there was some kind of like tension between them. But what did you guys think of this reveal? I mean, well, also... I wasn't super shocked by it just because uh, when we first were introduced to Night Eye, I think that also was known that he was a fan too because um, when Midoriya and him were discussing mm-hmm. the whole river incident, you know, it was just like he knew his stuff. Like, this happened at 2.42 p.m. <laughs> so it's like I was like, all right, he's definitely a fan. But I think um, his love for All Might, you know, I think it kind of got lost in the sauce between their friendship and why they grew apart. You know, I think... He was looking out for the best in All Might, and All Might just, you know, it's going to be a hard pill pill to swallow. Yeah, and then it's kind of like one of those old sayings, don't ever meet your heroes, and like, I mean, he met his hero, and he became, you know, the sidekick and whatnot, and they've been partners, and then it just kind of like, I can't even imagine what it's like to kind of like meet your hero and like be able to work with them, and then kind of just realize you have like different outlooks on life, and like what you should, what heroes should be doing, and how they should live and whatnot, and how should they, they should fight. So... I definitely, I mean, he's super cool, calm, and collected, but I think that's because of his quirk. He sees the future. He has foresight. So maybe that's why he's so, like, mundane. Mundane. Like, because he is. He's very, like, mm, downer a little bit. Honestly, Night Eyes. Sorry. But, um, yeah. Well, can we talk about his quirk just for a hot yeah. second? Uh, yes, like, please. Because I don't think you ter- were here. No, when yeah, we I talked didn't, about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't get to talk about it. Yeah, please. I think his quirk is terrifying. Yeah. Like, it is helpful. When you're in a fight, if you are a hero, it's very helpful to be able to see what the move of your opponent is going to be. But I feel like you also see so much negativity. Yeah, that you you don't want to see. That you don't want to see. You know, the thing that feared him was that he was able to see so far into the future to see All Might die early on because of this injury from All for One. And then we see two very similar stories yet again, like we did in the beginning with Mirio and Midoriya. We see it again in... Night Eye and All Might, where All Might is the stubborn one. All Might is the one that's like, I can't leave the people. I know I'm very injured, but I have to keep going, saving anyone, because what's going to happen if the symbol of peace is gone? Whereas Night Eye is the more logical thinker, thinking, Mm -hmm. you can retire and we can find you a successor and we can keep this going, but you're not going to put yourself at risk. Now I ask again (laughs) this question. Was there any one particular side you empathized with more? Man, okay, I'll say this. I, I empathize with um, Night Eye more as well, just because his quirk, it, it's such a, like you said, a terrifying quirk. You feel like you can't get close to anyone, and it's like his number one idol, he gets close to him, then he sees his fate, and now his idol almost resents him. That sucks. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to, it's, it's like it's tough. Because Again, it could be a mixture. It could be a yeah. mixture of both. 
Because All Might's so positive, so I like that he's almost like manifesting his own mm -hmm. destiny. Like, even right. though you told me this, things can change. But I think it's also interesting because from what I, I believe I know, that, that flashback from years back with Night Eye, that was like the first time we saw All Might look rough, like just beat up. The second time was with All For One. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, All For One. And so now it's like, is there going to be a third strike? And is that going to be seven years down the line, like they say? So it's just shocking that he even got that beat up before. It's like, mm -hmm. Here's the yeah. thing. Night, or not Night Eye. All Might's still alive. <laughs> like, so in a way, he, he, this whole time he's been fighting destiny. And I think I would side with All Might personally just because I feel like I, whenever someone tells you you can't do something or something's going to happen to you, like, I'm like, no. Like, I, it's, yeah, it's stubborn, but it, at the same time, it's like you're fighting against that criticism of someone telling you, you can't do this. You're not going to be able to accomplish this. This is going to happen to you. This is going to blah, 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 basically. So that's like, yeah, I know Sir Knight I has his best intentions but i also think i said this before i think certain night i kind of represents things that are set in stone and i just as a person and kind of like in this universe like i don't think things are set in stone necessarily i think it's so about like what jamie said manifest your destiny and mm -hmm. fight destiny make your own destiny and so mm -hmm. that's why night i scares me and i think i'm also scared for him because i think he's so powerful and i think whenever like the future and seeing the future is brought up, I think that's not a good sign for that character or any character right. in general. So I, I'm i really interested in seeing if All Might will die because he's still alive this whole time. Yeah. That was also something that made me curious was, can, can things go against what Night Eye sees in his, with yeah. his foresight? Like, can it be changed? We really don't know the extent of his quirk yet. Yeah, okay. because predictions. They, yeah, because they made it seem like oh, he saw seven years into the future, right? And obviously, the further you look into the future, the less accurate it is. So I'm wondering if maybe at this point, because he hasn't seen All Might in years, so he yeah. doesn't know what would really happen. Sure. So it made me think like, can't it really be changed? <laughs> but in terms of uh, the situation with All Might and Night Eye. It was kind of hard to figure out which side you wanted to go with because Night Eye wasn't just being selfish in that he was saying, you know, you need to stop this for your own sake. You know, he tried to present a solution. He said, you can retire. We can find you a successor mm -hmm. that you can be with and spend your years and try and figure this out and we'll do this as a team, basically. But All Might, like you were saying, Ollie, as a person, just doesn't want to be told kind of how to live their life. Mm -hmm. So it was, he obviously didn't want to do that. So it was really hard because you want to sympathize yeah. with Night Eye and that he was just trying to be helpful. His head was in the right place. He had a plan and knew how to help All Might, but All Might knew his destiny and knew what he wanted to do with right. this quirk from the beginning. So it's hard to try and change someone's fate, yeah. hard to change someone's idea of what they want to do and how they want to go yeah. on. Also, I mean, speaking of faith, I mean, it's not like All Might knew at a young age that he would be All Might. He yeah. was perkless, and same with Midoriya, so, you know, you just never know. Mm -hmm. You never really know. And it's like, All Might just wants to save people. He wants to help people at the end of the day. And it's like, that's not selfish, I don't think, you know? No. 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 
I was like, was that my stomach or was that trunk? <laughs> I can't tell at the time. Uh, quirk. Hunger. <laughs> Hangry. <laughs> his quirk is that he has multiple quirks. I yeah. like it. Ooh. Overpowered. Way overpowered. As I hope you're a hero, not a villain, Trunks. Right. <laughs> speaking of heroes, uh, speaking of villains, we get at the very end kind oh of this gosh, yeah. glimpse of that uh, Shigaraki may l- allow the League of Villains to team up with the Yakuza that Overall is a part of. What do you think? Of that. The little tiny one. <laughs> the little tiny bird thing. What is that and what is its name? I, I don't sorry, know. Sorry, I just had to point that out. I'm I'm nervous about it. I mean, we already saw Overhaul kill one of Shigaraki's uh, men, so I'm just like, is, I just, I see it being more strife than good and not everyone standing. I feel like they're gonna, some of them will kill each other, but I think it could also possibly work. It's just egos, um, but yeah. I don't think it's gonna work. At all, I think he's trying to trying to get into uh, Overhaul's clique in order to kind of like see what he's up to, but also mm-hmm. take him down because the way he was talking to him, he you know, and they already fought. You injured my people. Mm-hmm. You're going down. I'm going to infiltrate your your people, mm-hmm. your team, your plan because you said I don't have a plan. Well, I'm going to get a plan and I'm going to just <laughs> take you down. And I'm really interested. It's going to be at like a shit show. And I'm so here for it. I want to see villain on villain, like, crime. Yep. And Shigaraki is a brat. I mean, you know, it's like he, he wants is. his own way, so I can only just imagine. I he's can't believe, so petty. I don't know why I'm rooting for him, but I am. Because <laughs> he's, so, yeah. he's the lesser of two evils. Like, he's, right. the, he's the fun evil at this point, whereas, like, Overhaul's yeah. just like, dude, you're crazy. Get right. away from me. Like, I Pretty don't want to deal with you. But, no, the League of Villains joining up with this new group, I think, I think... Shigaraki is being clever. I think, like you were saying, Ollie, he's using this as an opportunity to try and infiltrate, maybe take out his competition, Mm -hmm. as well as maybe keep everyone safe. Because at this point, he's seen what they're capable of. So it's like, oh, I'll join you for the time being. That way we can work with you. You're Mm -hmm. not going to injure or kill any of my comrades. And I'll figure out how to take you out from the inside. Mm -hmm. And Himiko still wants to cut. She wants to cut. (laughs) She wants to cut cut one of them. Really bad. (laughs) So I'm 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 so here for it. It's gonna be. It's almost more interesting than the heroes. Like I want to see what the villains are the gonna. League what, of villains. Exactly what they're gonna be up to. What they're doing. You know. We need one hundred percent need a villain episode coming up. Please, oh, please. I'll, I, multiple. Multiple. I would like multiple. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know about Shigaraki. I need to know more about Overhaul. Oh yes. God! Please, 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 please. Because they're just so interesting. They're just so interesting and they so have scary. Good villains in this show. Oh, the villains. Yeah, I miss Stain just a little bit. Oh. Also crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. We'll see. <laughs> Jamie, Ollie, any final thoughts on tonight's episode? I'm just excited. I, I, Aerie, hold it down, girl. I hope you're okay. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see the rest of the episode. So, yeah. I have a prediction. I'm excited to tell you. Yeah, same. Hold on to that prediction. <laughs> Let's go yes. into news real quick. So there was some news regarding the Japanese Spider-Man. What was it, Ollie? Yes. Well, you know Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse producer Phil Lord. He confirmed on Twitter that Toei's take on the classic comic book superhero will appear in the film sequel. And when a fan asked if this Japanese Spider-Man has been written into the film, Lord responded, he's designed. So we're going to see some Japanese Spider-Man very soon. Um, And yeah, 
like the Spider-Man and into the uh, into the Spider-Verse. Like it was so cool to kind of see like that anime influence with the character Penny Parker, and I just love the art, and it's just really like it was such a captivating like Academy Award winning film, and I'm excited mm-hmm. for the sequel and. I don't know. I, I'm a nerd. I'm just a Spider-Man nerd. <laughs> so I, I want to see some Spider-Man, more Spider-Man influences in My Hero Academia. That would be dope. You know? Yeah. yeah. The tape guy, what was his name? He's kind of Spidey, Spidey a little bit. I st- oh, yeah. I forgot what, about I st- him. St- we're four seasons in, and I st- there's some people I still can't There's too many characters. Yes. The glitter belly button guy. I'm still oh, like, I miss him. You, I'm yeah. like, your name still kind of escaped me. <laughs> glitter belly. <laughs> Not still kind of. Uh, so thank you, Ollie, yeah, for that of piece course, of news. Totally. Our second piece of news is, so last year was a big deal for anime fans because we got to see Goku in the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and Funimation just announced that he will be back this year. Year. So I always feel like this is such a big deal when anime gets put on the main stage Absolutely. of like in the main stage of main right. of like mainstream pop culture essentially because yeah sure pop culture has blown up in the last couple of years with all this quote unquote like nerdy <gasps> content everyone's a nerd <laughs> I know it's cool to be a nerd now I feel yeah. like what? anime still is kind of like not on the bottom yeah. of that mm-hmm. so it's always great to see stuff like this where yeah hey look we're anime nerds and this is a really big deal. And now yeah. you get to see it, too. It's great and everything, Goku. But where's my Pikachu? Just say. Oh, okay. <laughs> but my I mean, Pika? come on. Pikachu had so much, like, attention in the late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s until, like, come 2010. On. DBZ deserves this. I, I know a lot of people still kind of make fun of DBZ amongst other anime, but so many anime got their ideas from the Dragon Ball franchise. So shout out to Akira Toriyama. <laughs> You did amazing. You created so many people's childhood. And, I mean, just like you said, for someone like Goku, I mean, like we said, even older people know who Goku is. It's, it's a phenomenon. Huge. Yeah. It's it's worth it, and I think it's great. Also, for 2018 was a great year for Dragon Ball. With the and, movie? And mm-hmm. With the movie with the Broly premiere and with Anime Expo and with the float. It's, yeah, exciting. Shout out to Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right, guys. Now let's go into our special segment. So our special segment is Who Went Beyond Plus Ultra, where we get to choose someone from this episode who we thought really went above and beyond. And it could be for a number of reasons. Whoa. I wasn't even ready for that. I'm I'm ready now. All right. So let's see. Okay, I have one. And it's like, okay, I'm going to say the one that I have. Actually, I'll just let you guys say it because I feel like we're going to have similar ones. I'll say a different one. The one I'm going to say is Night Eye. I think that he went beyond, he went plus ultra, because he literally put, um, you know, the the love that he had for his idol, he kind of put that to the side to have a different kind of love and to say, I want you to be safe and I want you to be alive. And I think, you know, he put his job, being his sidekick on the line and his friendship on the line just to make sure that All Might would be okay. And it, it, it backfired, but mm-hmm. he stood his ground. And also, I love his conversation that he had with Midoriya, where he was just saying, you know, don't go overboard. Don't think that your good intentions will always, you know, lead to the desire that you want. And mm-hmm. so I, I I like that side of Night Eye. I would give it to Eerie. I agree with the chat. J-R-M-E-A-T-X-C, I agree with you, Eerie, for putting other lives above her own. Like, that showed a lot of character in her, and we don't even know who the heck she is. Mm. So I think if she didn't go ahead and leave with Overhaul, like, it wouldn't have been good for Deku and Mm -hmm. um, uh, Mirio and possibly other lives. Yeah. 
I feel like this one's pretty obvious, but I'm definitely going to say Midoriya. Just because Ooh. I know we've talked a lot, especially me, has talked a lot about how Midoriya thinks with his heart and always kind of rushes in whenever someone is in need. But I want to give him props this episode for practicing restraint. Mm. For, you know, for still wanting to go with his gut, but still giving it some thought in the overall situation. So I think he's definitely taking steps in the right direction in that sense of thinking about the bigger picture. All right, let's go into some quick rapid-fire predictions. All right. I'll get into mine very quickly. Um, it has to do with Overhaul and Aerie. So my theory is that um, Aerie is actually more powerful than Overhaul, and probably the entire League of Villains, but because she's so young and vulnerable, and maybe she hasn't tapped into her power just yet, she doesn't even know it. And then it is my hope, because Overhaul, he's kind of fine. I hope that he becomes <laughs> a good oh, person no. at the end of the day. I don't know how... I I just it's just a hope. Oof. I always like when a villain or someone who's not favorable becomes good. So I think you have Let's a higher chance with Shigaraki oh. becoming Possibly. good over Overhaul for at sure. this point. Right? Oh, but Overhaul is just much better looking. Uh, I think Eerie kind of has something to do with touch. I think her quirk because she has bandages, and Deku only touched her bandages. So I think something has to do with touch. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and last thing, I think Nidai. Uh, I think in order to change fate. Like All Might's fate possibly is if Night Eye dies, and to kind of like recorrect. Like that's not. I don't. I wouldn't want wish him death. But I yeah. think in order to change fate, maybe Night Eye has to die in some shape or form. Not to kill. Like All Might or Deku's not going to kill Night Eye, but maybe if he dies, then All Might will be safe, and somehow the future will be rewritten. Mm, if it, everything yeah. is set in stone. Kind of going off of you, Ollie, I think Midoriya getting one uh, all for one was a big wrench in this entire plan. Right. So maybe the future was changed in that moment because maybe he saw a future with uh, Mirio. Right. And finally, I think Ari might be some kind of experiment because mm. when they were taking her down that long corridor, there was like a seat chair there and some kind of like room. So I think they're experimenting on her for reasons unknown, but we'll obviously figure out. But I think she's being experimented on. I like it. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Heroes, thank you so much for tuning in to the My Hero Academia After Show here on After Buzz TV. Pro Hero Jenny, and where can our other heroes find you on social media? Yes, guys, you can find me on multiple After Shows on After Buzz TV, but also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holly Dreamer. All right, and I'm Jamie. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I gray color but also you can find me and ollie on uh the purge tuesdays at eight yeah we also have a sidekick here trunks work the fence by you yes. on instagram <laughs> what'd you say there okay okay he says that you can find him on twitter at trunks the great t-h-a great all right <laughs> you can find me veronica valencia on twitter and instagram at it's me veronica underscore v thank you again so much for tuning in and we'll see you all next week our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.